Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by Pro Taper. I'm Don Maeda, joined in the office by Alex Ray, Dominic Gaten, sitting in for Chase Curtis, who uh, who's a little sick and under the weather today. And of course, we have Mike Antonovich on the phone. So uh, I think we should start off today by uh, paying our respects to the late Coy Gibbs. It was kind of a shocking, shocking bit of news, passed in his sleep. Uh, Saturday night, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday night. After his son just won that title. Yeah. You know, did you know my dad passed away a week after I moved in my first home? The one in Valencia? Yeah. I kind of, I have this feeling like he was like, okay. Like I can My last son has made it as a man. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe there's some great relief for Koisi in this championship come to fruition for his son or something but i don't know i i immediately i immediately thought of coach joe gibbs right because i'm Mm -hmm. like dude i mean that as a parent you i mean that's got to be the most i mean i know friends that's happened to them and that's got to be the most terrible thing you could do is bury your child yeah he's buried two of them now yeah two of them at the same age too. that's terrible so 49 years old anton is that what it was yeah yeah uh, Don, and same thing that you said, you know, hours after his kid wins his title, uh, Dom, or what you had said, too. So the highs and lows of that, um, I'm sure, I mean, you guys don't watch NASCAR or anything, but uh, Ty's kind of a controversial figure in NASCAR racing right now. You know, he's grandpa's son and all these things. And at Martinsville last week, uh, he wrecked one of his teammates uh, out of the win. Had his teammate have won, he would have won the champion, or he would have been locked into a championship contending spot at the finale in phoenix this weekend but ty wrecked him and so it started this entire week of controversy where ty had to apologize to a bunch of people was just getting destroyed on social media they had to talk to toyota about things so a real up and down week already coming from you know the last 10 days even some inner turmoil amongst the jgr guys and then I thought the same thing that both of you guys thought for Coy to have that last night with his son, like, Hey, we, we finally have accomplished everything that we've wanted to in these last few years. Um, I would say that was the only thing that kind of made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan told me as soon as I walked in the door from a bike ride yesterday and it was the most unexpected thing that she could have told me, she could have told me anything other than like, you're going to see something online. So I'm just going to warn you now. Yeah. Uh, and all of, you know, everything that, that has been posted about Koi in these last 48 hours or so, um, you know, you really do see all the people that they worked with, all the stuff that, that JGR as a team did, yeah. all the people that they employed. And you think about like, wow, man, they really did a lot in those 13 years. And it was one guy's real vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, the first person I thought of was Josh Grant, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. dude, that win at Anaheim in the mud was so amazing. And. He put out a real cool post yesterday. Yeah, he did. He it was did. a lot of it. Even yesterday, I saw you know, you for even writers you forgot even rode for that team yeah. or post and stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot so and so rode there too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know my uh, 
the memory I have in my head of uh, Coy Gibbs is, uh, what the hell is going on here? Okay. Um, flew back to the shop to uh, do, I think it was Kickstart 1 or 2. But, uh, you know, the video right. that we started, like when I first started making video movies at uh, at Transworld. <clears throat> so we had uh, we had Josh Grant in the video, and I flew back there on a red eye, I think. And I got there real early in the morning, and, you know, J-Bone was helping set it up. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll get you a ride. We'll pick you up. You don't have to get a rental car. And Koi picked me up. And I was just like, dude. <laughs> You know, the team owner is picking me up, and he picked me up, and he drove me around town and gave me the tour, and he was very hospitable. And then he took me to this chicken strip restaurant for lunch <laughs> that he loved, but uh, super cool. And then we went there again for uh, uh, RMZ 450 intro several years ago, the one where Michael Lindsay sunk the bike into the mud. Oh, dude, yeah. But uh, Pictures of that are amazing. Yeah, but it was funny because – uh, the PR guy for Suzuki at the time was a real kind of a weenie and he was this old guy and he totally talked down to the media. It was like, he was a grumpy old man. And he was like, I remember, uh, John Bash was giving us a tour of the Joe, Joe Gibbs shop and this guy from Suzuki's all now, now boys, boys talking to all the media. He's like, do something. I know you're not used to doing and actually listen to John as he gives you this tour. And I remember I was just so pissed the whole time because this guy was such a doucher. And then uh, I was walking off and doing whatever I wanted, and he was, like, trying to whip me into shape. And I'm like, dude, calm down. I'm friends with Koi. And then Koi grabbed me and was walking me around. And that was funny because Mike, Mike Nitel was texting me, like, oh, my God, you're at JGR. Dude, dude, can you get me a, a, a 48 T-shirt or something, you know? And, and uh, I told Koi, I go, hey, my my buddy at the bike shop's super huge fan. And he goes, oh, come on. And he took me in this closet and he gave me a door or a bumper or something. Just some big body part <laughs> off of a car, like with scratches, you know. And, and uh, I ended up sticking on the Suzuki truck to uh, come home with the bikes. But, I mean, that's how cool he was, you know. He was, I was like, can you get me a T-shirt or something or a poster? And he goes, oh, I'll give you part of the car. You know, so, you know, I wasn't uh, – Super close with Koi, uh, the way some of the other media guys were. Like, I know Mathis was real close with him, but uh, he was super cool to me and talked a lot of shit every time I saw him. And that, that, that was one of the things I liked is, you know, like, I think I think for the most part I'm kind of quiet unless I know you. And then I only talk shit to people I like, and I only make fun of people I like, you know. And yeah. so, like, I like that about him. I'd walk in, he would just immediately start talking shit to me. So yeah, made me feel right at home. But uh, I don't know. Did you ever interact with him at all? Uh, I never interacted with him, no. But, you know, like, I always seen, you know, what JGR did. What They always did what they didn't have to, right? I mean, they, you know, they went out, they hired, like, uh, Phil Nicoletti. He did a post, and I read it. And, you know, he, he always went out of his way to help the people, you know, that he liked. And, you know, he believed in people, um, you know, a lot. And uh, they always did some unorthodox things over at JGR, and I think you know he had a lot to do with that. And and uh, you know it, it just sucks that you know you know the whole JGR thing it didn't work out obviously, mm -hmm. but it was here for a lot of years, and they did a lot of creative things. Um, 
and I think Coy is is a part of that. You know, like he he thought he thought about things like out of the box that you know maybe we didn't see in the moto industry before JGR came along. Mm-hmm. Don, do you remember when the team first came out, and then instead of being like, okay, we'll just do suspension that everybody else does, they're like, we'll make our own shock. We, yeah. we, we understand yeah. all that. Just, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing, the parts that they were making for James as James tried to get adapted to that 2010 YZF. Yeah, dude, the, the resources that they had and the things that they would do were unbelievable. Were, uh, they were just, one of even, the ones, the first ones, I guess, with the dyno shock, right? Like they were like dynoing shocks to, yeah. they made like a machine to mm-hmm. see what it would do and everything, right? They were like one of the mm-hmm. first ones with that technology. Their whole suspension shop was next level yeah and i think someone mentioned it the other day the uh, trash control remember they like james had the trash control on his on his bike i forgot what year it was and that stirred up some shit right yeah 2010 but Mm -hmm. do you remember all the stuff they did to his yamaha to make it slimmer for him because it was such a big girl Mm -hmm. yeah that was those were crazy times yeah and and i you know i was around davy a lot you know over the past couple years and he would tell me stories too you know with his time at JGR and and with James and with Coy and everything so it was uh yeah I mean it was yeah it was pretty pretty crazy news it was like so unexpected yeah Anton did you ever get to go to the shop um I'm trying to think I know I I don't know that I ever went like to the full-blown moto shop but I went around there to Mm -hmm. a bunch of to a bunch of stuff I remember I went to the test track that Mm -hmm, they had uh when I went to cycle one time uh, but I saw Coy a ton the years that he was running the moto team while his brother JD ran the NASCAR team. And uh, same thing that, that you said, Don, you know, the, the sense of humor that he had was what was so funny. Because if you didn't understand him or didn't know uh, where the joke was coming from, you would think he was just like really mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, the things that he would always say, like I remember one time me, Mathis and White Ant were all under the truck just getting berated. And he looked at me and he's like, the thing I like about Antonovich is that he, he's got a college degree. He's different than you. He's educated. And I was like, Koya, I don't have a college degree. I flunked out after a semester and a half. And he's like, the disappointment on his face, like instantly. He's like, well, I thought that you had had that figured out. I thought you were smarter than these other idiots. I'm like, nope, mom one too. But yeah, that, that sense of everything that, that Koi was, you know, if he did like you, he would give you some, give you some shit. But then you, again, you look at all the people that they worked with, all the sponsors that they had, they went above and beyond almost every project that they touched. And I think that that's what, that's what makes the perceived notion that JGR was a failure sort of frustrating because like, it wasn't a failure. It had 13 years. They employed so many great guys. They changed mm-hmm. the way the sport was run. And a lot of the stuff that Coy did or set out to do in 2008, 2010 is the commonplace stuff now. You know, so you see that and you're just like, wow, man, think of that mark that they left on the future. Um, Mm. You know, it's huge. And and it's really just a handful of guys in Koi's understanding that, hey, we need to make JGR bigger. And this is where motocross could be the next thing for that. And I mean, as a sport, we owe a lot to that whole family. Yeah. And they also gave a lot of uh, people like unorthodox or people who... Uh, they just gave them shots, right? Like, uh, like gave a lot of good privateers shots. Like, what what was the most like? I don't know, Anton. You might could answer this. What What do you think was the most like surprising feeling that they ever got, or like um, different, or anything like that? There was a guy from France that they had, but he only lasted a race. 
And I remember like that was kind of when they had to be like scraping the bucket to, to figure out guys that could ride the Suzuki. Um, and I remember Cody time. Cooper. Cody Cooper. Mm-hmm. But I mean like Josh Sumney. A lot of the guys that they even had in the early part of that time and they were working out, you know, gear deals for 450 guys and big sponsors like Muscle Milk and all that. I mean, they did a ton. Uh, the Toyota deal that they had, I remember I went to SEMA in like 2010 and they had a full blown bike that they had made that, I mean, would never run, but it was like, yeah, this is what our dream bike would look like. And it was all carbon fiber and custom CNC wheels and everything. This is in the back of yeah, the Toyota. Yeah, they would do, uh huh. They would do just such, such crazy stuff. But yeah, to the rider point, I mean, dude, think that they hired everybody at a certain, at a certain time from Suzuki to Yamaha. There was, damn, everybody rode that bike at one point. Mm-hmm. So in his shop, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they made their own T-shirts there. He had this big silkscreen machine right outside of Koi's office, and I remember that was like his little toy project was their was their team merch, which I thought was kind of always lacking. And I used to give him shit. It's like, who dude, who wants to buy a T-shirt with just says Weston Pike with a number? Like, and be all, you don't know. <laughs> like, I guess because it's the NASCAR thing. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, that and you know what you know what I have somewhere? I have a JGR cycling kit. Really? Yeah, that he gave me. I was there. He's all you. You ride bikes. But then he rode bicycles too, because I remember he had a. He had they a, did a lot of group rides. Going. They had group rides like uh, shoot during their lunch breaks. That yeah. were gnarly. And then they were doing. There's a race series back there that mm-hmm. they all used to do. But I don't know. So is there any uh, any news? Was just a passing at 49 or? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, that's all they've said so far. The family statement was a request for privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as it is in this day and age, there was a lot of instant, well, this happened or this or this or this. Uh, and I'll say it's a little disappointing to go on YouTube and see how many goofballs in the NASCAR world that are trying to get, like, channels popping that are making these just fucking fake clickbait videos about this situation. Because it's just like, dude, what are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but for them, yeah, all they've said to this point is, um, that he passed away in his sleep. And, um, you know, I, even, even the way the NASCAR world is going around it right now, you could see on the broadcast yesterday, just how shocking that was to everyone, you know, mm. and, and NASCAR has gone through it quite a few times. They've lost huge influential people two days before races, the day of races, you know, right, right before that. And you can see that it never gets easier. And, you know, for us to know Koi the way we did, and then to see this whole other sport, know him that way too, um, it was very nice to see so many people's outreach and support um, far, far better than all the negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I, I got the call. Well, actually, I, I found out because Mark Fiore texted me. Remember? So Mark Fiore was our uh, our publisher at Transworld Motocross and also the founder of the Muscle Milk Transworld Motocross Race Series. Contrary to the nonsense that's being spewed around many circles right now. What's being spewed? Samanovich is telling people he created the Trans oh. Race Series. <laughs> that's but, uh, yeah, he hung banners and announced races. Anyway, um, yeah, so on to uh, more positive things. We got Avery on a bike this week. And I got, we, well, he's been on a bike, but we got to see him ride. Dharma oh, and, yeah. and I hit Paris yesterday. It was amazing. It was actually really good. Like the ruts were good, uh, the dirt was good. It was. I mean, I left a little bit early, but I mean, it was. It's pretty much good all day. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, yesterday. you peaced out without even saying goodbye, dude. No, I didn't. 
Yeah, I, I was, was in like, a hurry. I like looked and you were gone. I was in a hurry because I had to get to Aztec or the Az- Aztlan tacos. The one Aztec. Down- yeah. No, Aztec tacos down here, Kauia, off seventy nine. Well, no, there's a Aslan tacos. Uh, Roll right near oh, the fifteen. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, next to the fifteen. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's where I went afterwards. Got some tacos before <laughs> hitting the links. Yeah, no, I didn't hit links. We hit uh, Eagle Glen by your house. Mm. Yeah, that course is tough. Very tough. A lot of balls got lost. Mm. And uh, I have to show you this video um, <laughs> off the first tee box. All right, so we get our cards, everything. And then uh, we go to the first tee box. You know, we're, we're a little rusty, you know, because it's late in the afternoon, whatever. We we got there late. We didn't get to hit, to the, hit the range before and warm up. Hot Raff hits a ball, slices it, loses it. So he hits another ball. And it's like a low, like, like stinger thing. And you know how at Eagle Glen they have deer on the mm-hmm. on the hole sometimes first tee box smokes a deer in the head <laughs> things out heart wrapped no in yes way. thing is out I got a video <laughs> oh my god bro hey he was freaking out he's like did it die no I think it, it just got knocked out but it was <laughs> no dude because it wasn't there whenever we came back through okay see I can see heart wrap eating it you know look all of okay. its friends are just looking yeah and it's just it's just laid out it's oh. dead oh my god it's just yeah, that, that's he's like he's like we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And it dude, it messed with him the rest of the day. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe I killed a deer. Like I'm like Brandon's first kill. <laughs> like yeah, oh my gosh. I smoked a rabbit once at uh, Hidden Valley. Mm. I worm burned and it hit the hit the rabbit that was like 50 yards in front of me. Yeah, played terrible. Yes, Hidden Valley used to have some other type of worm yeah, hit, burning going on back hit, in the canyon. Hidden Valley was the whole course. <laughs> yeah. Right? They used to have the white tent you know set up that? back oh, there. Oh, man, really? You know no, that? I didn't know that. There's oh, a course yeah. in uh, Norco. Uh, actually, that course is sick because the golf pro used to ride moto there, and that's where I shot. Do you remember the cover of Adam Cincerill blasting a sand trap at Transworld? Yeah. The golf pro let us go over there and go and <laughs> blow out a sand trap. With oh, man. Lights and everything. But But years before that, probably 20 years ago. In the 90s, yeah. 20 years ago, uh, the course was doing poorly, I guess, so they were booking a lot of private tournaments, and Deja Vu Showgirls was hosting these t- private tournaments, and then they kept hosting more and more, and pretty soon you started seeing these tents on the uh, tee boxes, and yeah, they were having hookers in the tents. Oh, dude, that's... They made it to the news and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, one, of the, one of the neighbors they, called wait, the Wait, hold on, hold on. Do they still do that? I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> one of the neighbors called the cops because he saw a chick walk around in lingerie. Mm, that's badass. And, uh, but, yeah, another one of my buddies was uh, assistant golf pro then. Everyone that worked at the golf course got arrested. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, I mean, he, he actually says he didn't know anything about what was going on, but he got arrested, so it was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, they had a 19th hole there. Mm. Yeah. 19th hole. <laughs> Got to fix your divot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I mean, 21 holes if you pay enough, Dahmer. Hello. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hell. Hell, if you get a mully on the front and a mully on the back, <laughs> hell, you know, it'd be a pretty good day. <laughs> Might have a pretty good scorecard at Imagine the Imagine how many guys that their wives found out, like, you and your buddies go golf there every weekend. Yeah. Like, what, you what know, are guys you doing? Just, yeah, probably so many divorces came out of that whole <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, back to moto. Paris Raceway was amazing yesterday. Glorious. The Ride Paris crew is doing a great job, I think. We're really stoked also that Paris is, again, open on Friday mornings. 
That was like the thing for us yeah. forever. And then for a little while, the new owners went through Friday nights, and I can't see at night. No. Yeah. Is Supercross dark, or is it so bright that it's like not a problem? Uh, so it just it, it depends. Uh, Daytona is really dark. Oh yeah. Uh, Seattle was dark there for a little bit. Not not the fact that it was like in a stadium, but it's just the dirt was dark, right? And Oakland night, looks dark. Oakland is a bit dark as well. <laughs> well, no, it's a bit dark there too. Uh, the but lighting other, doesn't look good there. Yeah, no, I mean it's mainly those two that were that are pretty bad. I'm curious to see how LA Coliseum is going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, Daytona is really bad though. Yeah, Daytona. yeah, Daytona's got to be bad. Um, so yeah, we all rode uh, ride Paris yesterday. That was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. That was a good group. That's out the there. first time I've ridden on a Sunday in a long time. Just like went out and hung out with the boys, you know. Dude, how many people came and talked to you? Like, dude, a lot. There was this hey, one guy who came and talked to me for like twenty the, minutes. The old dude. Yeah, yeah. He the was cool. I took a picture of you with. Him? Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, I promise, dude, I'm not gay. I'm just, I'm just a huge. He fan. said that to me too. He's yeah, like, I, I need, I'm not gay. I need a selfie with you. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the guy in the blue hoodie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a cool guy, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was fun. Uh, I I need you to send me that GoPro video though. That lap. Did you ever watch it? No, I think I, I, I'm I downloading think, it right now. I think I revved my bike a little too much in the lap, but it was okay. Yeah, it was good. And you dirt sampled the Yamaha. A I times. dirt sampled the Yamahas. It's tipped up in the turn. Scrubby said he's like, dude, let me get some videos. I'm like, oh, bro, let's go. I was about to load up right then and there. I was like, nah, I wouldn't rode like 20 more minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah, track was fun. So, I didn't get to see you ride that much. I wanted to ride with you a little bitch. bit. But every time I saw you, you were just pulling off the track. After like a hard moto. He I, was behind I me chased, most of the day. I chased, I chased Dahmer. You were for, riding good yesterday. I chased Dahmer for like tangy. seven laps yesterday. We were laying like, it down. Like looking for a way around. I couldn't find a way around. It was like, like finally passed him and then he cut the track and passed me back. That was my Rich Taylor line. Mm, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Don, every time you got close, did he just like clutch it and roost you even yeah, more? Yeah, triple clutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> triple clutch. He he turned into scrub daddy. I think I roosted a couple of people yesterday. I kind of felt bad about it because that roost there hurts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well. When you are on the Yamaha, it's it's so loud, dude. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Versus another bike. Like, yeah, when we jumped that step up together, mm-hmm. I did. I heard. I'm like, who is that? And then that's when I jumped. And I look, and then you were right there in the air with me. And I'm like, freaking. I know. And then we came into that left turn. I was like, oh, is he gonna? Is he gonna cut me off right here? Because we nah. were just charging into that rut. Dude. I thought about. Sick. it. I'm like, I'm gonna go to that very inside and just totally take the line. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to cause any problems. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to lay it into that rut too. You did. You laid into it good. <laughs> but uh, man, that Yamaha, it runs really good. I put a Wiseco. A little bit of a high compression piston in there. Mm. Got to run some race gas. Why did you put race gas in our 450 Honda test bike? Because that's all I had. <laughs> Dude, my gr- my kitchen smells like race gas. This morning. <laughs> yeah, running ETS this year it's, it's, it smells pretty good. That's shit. Hey, so okay, so uh, on a team A Ray SML note, why does Brian Fullerton at Cherubis think that you are a UFO rider? Were you UFO at SGB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I told him. Yeah. Cause I, he texted me back this morning because I ordered stuff for the bike. Yeah. And he's like, "Why would I send stuff to a UFO rider?" So I, I just I just got a chirpy stuff from 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 Lone Wolf. Volan. Yeah, from Lone yeah. Wolf. So I told him, "I go, you talk to Volan about this." Yeah. And he goes, "He's at Icma. Give me a day." Yeah. No, I'm no, I'm in no way affiliated with SGB anymore. Yeah. We're, we're rem- I'm so far removed, other than the, the issues that yeah. Bad that, debt. Yeah. Can you? 
claim that on your taxes somehow, like a bad debt. You, you I don't to, know. Yeah. I don't know. Are you going to sue him? I'd rather not talk about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, are you doing Day in the Dirt, Alex? Uh, I would like to. Yeah? Yeah, I would like to. You'll be... You'll be that that doesn't conflict with France, right? No, France is I leave Tuesday. You should race your YZ two fifty, the two stroke. I should, yeah. Well, Although I it's set up for Supercross. Yeah. I'm supposed to do a we're we still planning on the Carson Mumford high des supercross, but I got a leaky base gasket on that thing. I need to get it fixed. <laughs> and it's got a flat. So. Why did Carson build a RM eighty five? He likes building bikes. He always wanted one. Was he not a Suzuki? Oh, yeah, he was a Honda guy. Mm-hmm. It was a Honda. Oh, and Cali before guy. that. Yeah. And now he's, you know, I mean, he just, dude, he's a wheeler and dealer, too. Like, I mean, he'll buy the most piece of shit motorcycles and flip them. Like, fix mm-hmm. them up and flip them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if you go to his house, he has all of his two strokes, all of his builds in his kitchen. In Elsinore? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got, um, he's got Suzuki. He's got RM125s, RM252 strokes. Uh, CR 250s, CR 125s. It, he's got, he loves it. He loves two strokes. Mm. Hey, Anton. He's ready since, to be a vintage guy. He's yeah. ready to be the vintage, like, hero come, like, 2040. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Day in the Dirt, Anton, since you're going to Paris, France this week, does that mean now you're not coming to Day in the Dirt? Yeah, I have to, I was getting ready to tell you I have to uh, rescind my entry for Day in the Dirt because I'll be going oh, for I never even knew he was planning on it. Yeah, he yeah. said if he didn't go to Paris, France for Supercross, he would then come to Day in the Dirt, but mm. it's just too close. Is it the weekend after? Two, we- two weeks. No, it's two weeks. We're less it's than two three weeks, weeks but away. then I'm gone. I'm gone for a week this time. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. should be able to do it. Should we team up and do something? Um, what about your your roommate? Yeah, can you talk about well, I, Dude, who knows? I'm already teamed. Well, I'm teamed up with Wave and by Benny for uh, the, the stunt team race. Mm-hmm. And I'm teamed with Casey Davis for the Moto Gogo. We're we got approved to enter the father son class because I'm his uncle, mm, like okay. by marriage legally. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure I can team up with Kenny Taco Bell for Mr. something. Mr. Iron Man. Yeah. Mr. Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure you it out. You can have all five of my entries, A Ray. I'm Iron Man, two stroke race, all that. Oh, you already signed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just change the name. I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, wow. You know, I couldn't get an Iron Man entry. Why? By the time I f- went to Philip, it was full. Oh, really? Yeah, so then I was like, yeah, I ain't doing coup de gras then. Fuck that. No, that's terrible. I would love to do that. Have you done the coup de gras before? Never done it. It's, it's terrible. A- well, now, it's, so it, it's kind of soft now, honestly. It's like yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, they've been cutting it I did it. Year. I did it one year at, at L.A. County. I think it was three hours and ten minutes or something. Damn. It was horrifying. But. Yeah, I'm starting to have second thoughts on my teammate though. He's he's not he's gonna do it, but he's Fonts? Yeah, he's Ryan Persley keeps telling me, You need to find a new teammate. You need to find a new teammate. He's gonna flake on you. And I told him yesterday, I go, dude, you better not flake on me. No, we're doing it. You wearing O'Neill or you wearing Fast House for that event? No, we're Fast House. It's their event, their deal. Can't I'm, do that. I'm wearing Fast House overall. We over at O'Neill are going to make our own event. Oh, Daddy was already on me about it. I'm like, Frank, come on. It'd be we're like if it's your event, event, I wear Fast House. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. We're going to do our own event. We're going to make our own rules, and we're going to enjoy the ride while we do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I liked your blue kit yesterday. You like that? I li- as more people I see wearing that all blue kit, I, I like that kit. It's, it's a bit tight. Like it? Yeah, it's good. Well, it's you, it was tight on you with your fat ass on Dude, that. oh my gosh. Like the waist fits, but man, like my ass is Dude, that fucking... thing is out there. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, if I was a chick, oh, dude, people would be bouncing on that mm-hmm. thing. You could be doing booty Subscribe. Videos. It was like For, a Dr. Dre video. Uh, exclusive <laughs> content, dude. <laughs> You gotta be making some money. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break here from our sponsors. We'll be back for more. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years' experience personalizing your suspension setups. Race Tech Gold Valves provide a plush feel, which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increase traction. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Speaking of Pro Taper, 
Last week, we said we were giving away a pair of ACF aluminum carbon fiber handlebars Ooh. from Pro Taper, which are, they're so badass. Uh, do you like, you've been, Dude, no, you've been no, you've been running fusions, huh, like, like with the lock, or you run ACFs? I don't no know. No crossbar or crossbar? No crossbar. Oh, so you run ACFs? Yes. Have you crashed them yet? They're strong. Yeah, I crashed yesterday. Oh, they don't bend. No, they don't bend. I mean, I bent a pair finally on that cartwheel down the yeah. downhill, but yeah, they lasted two years of Cowies without bending, so they're they're awesome. They're soft. Soft under uh, braking chop. And I like how they have a lot of room on the bar for like more buttons. Switches. Yes. Switches, yes. right? I do hey, like my that, switches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the new bikes nowadays, they put way too many buttons on them, right? I don't know what the hell any of them do, but it's nice to have a set of bars that has room on them to, for, for a little bit more adjustment. Like, you know, whenever you do want to move your clutch in or out or, you know, have a little bit more adjustment there. So mm -hmm. I, I like that about the bars. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've only had a couple weeks on the Pro Taper bars, but um, I, I love them. Yeah. They're, they're great, yes. Uh, and if it rains at the end of the dirt, there's room for handguards. Yeah. You know? Heck yeah. So, anyway, uh, so we need to pick a winner from last week's contest. Uh, so, this winner won by commenting on the podcast post on SwapMotoLive.com. Anton, drum roll, please. <laughs> Who we got? It's going to go to Ryan Rosner. Um, I'll say this. I think the handlebars being a higher value prize got uh, more people to comment because we had way, way, way more comments this time. So okay. Ryan Rosner's going to win because he said there's a new drinking game. Uh, take a drink every time a Ray mentions RDX 2.2 boot. Or, <laughs> I love that. Or every time my phone cuts out, uh, started it on last week's episode and he's already got alcohol poisoning. So <laughs> <laughs> he got it. He got it. Nice. What was the name again? Ryan Rosner. Ryan Rosner. Okay. That so, was a good one. Uh, Anton, if you'd pull his email up from uh, the backside of the website and send it to me, that'd be great. I will. Okay, so another pair of ACF handlebars up for grab this week. Comment on SwapMotorLive.com on the Kickstart podcast. Write something that will make us laugh or tell us why you need bars, and uh, we'll choose you next week. So... Vet World Saturday. It I was went to packed. Vet Worlds. We went Saturday. It was jam packed. Um, dude, vendors row was popping off. A lot of vendors, a lot of racers. Was Brownie like, ripping? And Brownie yeah. is unreal, dude. Like I heard Kiefer was riding really good too. Yeah, Kiefer rode great. Like the the moto, the first moto that I saw, Brownie whole shot. McGrath was second. And then a number seven the Swedish guy, 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 KTM guy. He was Swedish. Yeah, he's from okay. Sweden. Okay, and then and then Kiefer, uh, Brownie just said later, bros. Checked out. Um, I think Jeremy maybe fatigued a little bit, mm. but uh, yeah, Kiefer came through and got second. He was ripping, looked really good. I actually told him, I go, dude, I was trying to get a video clip of you passing Jeremy because I knew it was going to happen, but you passed him on the far side of the track, so I couldn't mm. get it. And he was laughing. I go, what does it feel like for a guy like you to pass Jeremy McGrath in a race? And he goes, dude, it's unreal because, you know, my pro career wasn't anything really special. And to pass a legend like that is just, it's un unreal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Pretty cool. But there's way too many old people asking me, how's your brother Ross? Oh, really? Yeah. And 
Actually, I had one dumbass say, Ross, you're better. Oh, he thought you were Ross. Yeah. He thought Ross could walk. <laughs> you know? But uh, I don't know. How long did you stay Saturday? Uh, I got there by 9. I was I left like 1230. Yeah. Because yeah. I went to I went to Paris Auto Speedway for Sprint Car Oval Nationals that oh, Saturday yeah, night, yeah. which was awesome. <laughs> I bet you my Saturday post-Vet Race Nationals was better than yours. Your post? What like was after that? the Vet Worlds. Oh, what, you're trying to do stupid rampage jumps? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to go try to do this freaking jump. Ugh. I don't know anything sketchy, dude. That's a big-ass jump. You won't catch me doing any big jumps like that on a bicycle. Why not? Because I'll endo and crash. It looked like you were about to endo, like you were just Indonesia the whole time. Oh, I landed it perfect. Fudge. Yeah, that that landing looks super forgiving with all those stacked-up tires. No, it's, it's, is that what it is, it's or they sandbags. sandbags. It's sandbags. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, no. Even better. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on that one. <laughs> hey, I will say, though, back to Vet World, that track turned to shit quick. Oh, dude. <laughs> it was so gnarly rough. Oh, I bet. Early. And they had a lot of moto still to go. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, Vet Worlds, you know, Jeremy McGrath got the Edison Die Lifetime Achievement Award. Awesome. Dude, Travis Fant made the best video of his life, uh, kind of honoring Jeremy for that award. So. Um, you know, our, our moto journalist colleagues over at motocrossaction.com. It's very, very, very worth a watch to go over there and, uh, and watch this video that Travis Fant made. Oh, I haven't seen that. <coughs> Did they post it on their social? Uh, I, don't I know. wouldn't know. We can't see it. Oh, we're blocked. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. banned. We're banned. For, you got us banned. I, I told them, I go, I could see you banning swap from MXA mm -hmm. social, but no, they, they banned me for no reason. They, I got banned. I, I'm blocked. I can't even yeah. go to their Instagram dirt bike. I can, but MXA. No, I can't. no. I used to comment on MXA's because I knew Travis ran it. Right. So it was just talking shit to him. Yeah. yeah. No, not even talking. Making fun. But Daryl blocked me. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl was like, you're a smart man, Don. You're smarter than me. And I know that you have ulterior motive. I go, <laughs> no, I just comment on Instagram because I know Travis runs it and we're buddies. Yeah. But yeah, we're blocked. But the one thing about the, the video that he made is Jody does the intro. Holy hell, he is old, dude. <laughs> he is old. I mean, he's been around a long ass time. Yeah. 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 I've been know. reading. I wrote, re started reading Jody's box when I was like oh, 10, man. 11 years don't old. Even, don't even yeah. get me started on that. My, like, cause we're in Tennessee, right? It's completely different conditions, weather, everything in Tennessee versus California. Oh man. Every time my dad buy a new bike, he would always, Oh goddamn. Jody says, put this freaking jetting in there. <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Jody yeah. says it, putting that jetting in there. <laughs> Dude, I had motocross action. Like test photos ripped out and taped to my wall when I was oh, a kid. Yeah. yeah. My whole wall was covered with motocross action pages. I think my dad did a motocross <laughs> action road, did something out here at Glen Helen motocross action. I think he rode uh, Kyle Lewis's like no lean sizzler Yamaha. Or he did some. I don't know what he did. Your dad did? Yeah, he like might tested have. tested for them? He might have. I don't know if he did or not, but he has pictures of him riding it like doing the fucking Dale Rayford shuffle cross up and Glen Helen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Joe. I mean, I remember when I was younger, it was like you read those stories that he talked about. I mean, you, you didn't know if they were real or yeah. fake, or well, you hope they were real, right? You know? <laughs> but you know, some of it. I mean, there was times I remember him talking about like certain gator. I can't drink that. It's got to be the red Gatorade for tomorrow. And then I remember telling my mom like, we got to buy only red Gatorade. You know, oh, red Gatorade because that's cause, how my dad was. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe, 
Jody said that's that's the jetting we got to put in the CR two fifty, dude. The ninety nine. That's that's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that, A Ray? I would see the same stuff for the 04 CR one twenty five, and I'm like, hey, Mike, man, we got to stop fouling these plugs. And these guys are telling us to change that jetting, and he's like, yo, fuck that jetting. I don't know what that is. We're not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> Just ride harder. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Stop. Stop uh, clutching it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like freaking <laughs> thirty degrees and raining in Tennessee. Oh, gotta run that jetting. <laughs> So, Anton, uh, Paris this weekend, star-studded lineup. Yeah, dude, it's, this is like the 90s era of Paris Supercross again. Yeah. Do, you, do you need the lineup, Anton? I can send it to you. Oh, no, I've got that pretty much memorized now. So, yeah. Eli's yeah, going to be there? Yeah, it was there. the schedule. Cooper? A-Ray? Marvin. Marvin? Um, let's see. Kenny? Let's see. Yeah, Kenny, Thomas Vermette, Justin Brayton, Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac, uh... Let's see, Kevin Morans, Cedric Subras. Uh, oh, dude, I got two buddies, two of my Euro buddies, uh, Joan Cross. He races here in the States. Mm-hmm. And then Hugo Basaula. Oh. He's a gnarly, gnarly dude from uh, Spain uh, that I've raced with a lot of times. So, uh, yeah, and then um, that uh, Gregory Aranda. Uh, I don't know if I said Thomas Romet, but um, Julian Rosali. I don't know, just a lot of great dudes like that. Mm-hmm. Own, and Anthony Burdon, he was Burdon, at Melbourne yeah. and he was he was riding really good. He's mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. What about the big I mean, dude, Honda one forty? Oh, so I'm number eighty seven over there. Yeah, I'll be over there. Yeah, what's up, baby? But twenty three, you're one forty. It's official. Yeah, it's official. I'm number one forty next year. It's gonna be good. I like it. Hmm. Uh, Anton, uh, this will be the first time Eli's raced the 23 YZ450, correct? Um, I don't know. Actually, that's something that, that they were still trying to oh, figure out. Oh, yeah, because then they uh, just send that same bike over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that, dude. That's the big question of this whole weekend, too, because you got to think Marvin and Cooper will be on new bikes, too. Yeah, that dude, that would be a bummer if he's been testing and all used to the new bike and that's going to race the old one. I'm sure he'll adapt <clears throat> just fine. Man, it's looking like... Even the lights class over there is going to be pretty stacked as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got Jason. the wild cards that they got, and then yeah. you got all the French guys that have been ripping over there because they've stayed racing. You know, they a lot of them rode uh, Stuttgart Supercross this weekend in Germany. Yeah. Just a, no- a couple notables wild cards that I know of, right? Uh, Justin Starling, Cl- Chris Blos, uh, Cullen Park, Matt Moss, um, Jace Owen. Yeah. I mean, lights classes. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. And then you, Thomas you look, yeah, Ursudi is good. Uh, mm-hmm. That Bryce Malin kid, he was he was very good. He's been a really good SX2 rider in Europe circles right now. Um, like the Stuttgart race again this weekend, that was super small and everything. Uh, but uh, LeBeau, 259 in the SX2 class, he won by like nine seconds on Friday night. And then the next day, um, the mailing kid was just making a good charge too. So yeah, there's going to be like really, really good competitive SX2 racing too. Hmm. And it's two day race again. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday. There's like Monday. 43 main events every night. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> Love it. No, no, this one's not too bad. A you have uh top 10 do super pole from practice and you have heat races, uh, a rep charge. So like LCQ and then um, just one main event. It's like 14 laps. Is the Super Bowl different each night depending on qualifying? Let me see. Uh, I think so, yeah. Hey, Ray, if you make it into the Super Bowl, we'll give you a thousand bucks. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but okay. What's new? Whoa. 
see. Three practice. I'm just saying, just trying to motivate our guy. Let's see. It says sprints, intermission, sprints. And then I don't I don't see a LCQ anywhere. Oh, maybe they won't have one because it's so uh I mean there's not so, that many for There's only like guys. sixteen dudes, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll just do a second row or something. Don't they usually do that over there? Yeah. If there's too many, but I mean guys? that's kind But of cool now thing. there it there's more way more lights guys than there is four fifty guys. Yeah. So maybe the four fifty guys are just seated. Mm-hmm. You only have to be faster than six guys. No, I mean, hey, you know what? You're right, Ray. There is no, there is no LCQ. So yeah, maybe you guys do race two sprints and then your main. Okay. Mm-hmm. The team you're riding Excellent. for, Ray. Do you have to wear a certain kit, or will you be enjoying the ride this week? Uh, I do have to wear a certain kit. Um, oh, see how it goes. Certain events, you have to wear certain clothes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna have RDX 2.2s on my feet, bro. <laughs> take a drink. Uh, yeah, take a drink. Bottoms up. Yeah, I'm gonna have blur goggles on. Oh. Yeah. So. Dude, I keep forgetting to give you those red boots. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I need those. I just got a fresh set of white ones I got for Paris. Mm. Mm-hmm. The ones you were wearing yesterday didn't look so hot. Well, those have a full Supercross season and a lot of practice days on them. Mm. You know, so, I mean, they're I love tired. how you showed up. I mean, like, right before you even started, your helmet was like looked like you just got done with practice at Unadilla. Just Good. smoked. I'm telling you. Look, my, my boots were dirty. Helmet's dirty. I haven't washed that helmet liner in probably six months. Oh. But I haven't ridden either. So, I don't think I washed it the whole Supercross season. I just throw it in the, throw it in the van. You know, I just <laughs> fucking. I'm a soul rider, dude. <laughs> Soul Rider. Soul Rider. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, real quick, back to – I'm going to go back, but you're speaking about kits. Andy Brosho Jefferson's kit at Vet World – I've seen a picture of it. That was, was badass. ridiculous. Mm. From the bike to his whole kit, mm-hmm. you got him the butt patch. I mean, yeah. it was unreal. And Andy hauled the mail. Yeah. He couldn't beat Pete Murray, though. Wow, he was so bummed. Come on. I mean, Pete Murray's a legend. Yeah. Well, Andy's a legend, dude. Yeah. But, like, Pete still rides a lot more than him. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, his, uh, he had that. It was a pro circuit retro kit, right? Dude, it was 180 so, gear. He even, yeah. had, he even had it all, all, all uh, sublimated, everything. Dude, yeah. He was, like, showing me his kit, and I'm like, dude, I can't believe they didn't make you a bro show butt patch. And he goes, oh, well, I didn't want to ask, but I'm. Kind of, kind of disappointed. Yeah. And so that guy patched MX, called him up, had it made, got sewn on at some shoe place near my house. But yeah, patched MX does good work. He's the one who uh, gave us the assist on the dog with the donut in his mouth that we got for uh, Justin Cooper. But I mean, his bike. I mean, it was. I know it was kind of that husky they're selling yeah. their thing but his was a little different cause well his was started as a regular one so he had it made that way yeah but his but his you know the, the ones like got that yellow and blue his was yellow and like purple it was like lakers yeah it was like a lakers Dude, did you it see his sick. wheels yeah that, so sick uh wusa has like a cool uh dude, the only thing i say is it's like an iced tea color yeah like, yeah it's not black but it's not magnesium yeah it's yeah. like this light brown color he, uh john anderson said it's good for uh vintage yeah, people are super pumped on that, but dude, they look good. Yeah, Bro Show's whole kit was insane. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, hey Ray, your your program is shaping up. Yeah, uh, it is. It is shaping up. Th- all thanks to you, my agent, uh, Swap Moto, Swap Moto Live, Asian, Asian agent. <laughs> yes. Um, so we got some great people on board. You know, um, you hit up the guys over at Backyard Design. So I guess they're going to mm-hmm. do my graphics, make me look sick. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and yeah, uh, 
Dude. Still working on a few things. We got to put a few things together. Uh, we've got Pro Taper on board. WUSA. WUSA. Going to get me some nice, strong wheels. Uh, Pro Taper, I do need to talk to you a little bit about that. I do need to get maybe a, a Supercross gearing here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have Enzo is going to do my suspension. I'm super excited about that. I have it in the van right now. I took it off this morning. <laughs> I was going to give it to you <laughs> because I'm going to Paris in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Guts Racing. I'm going to have some good uh, seat, seat foam. Uh, they're just a- – Andy Gregg over there, he's just been awesome to me. Um, every time I've always hit him up, He's he's been welcoming with open arms. Uh, Maxis, uh, I'm going to stick with Maxis. Mm-hmm. I've been with him for the you know past, like, three years. So uh, Dude, that's going to be good. Okay, speaking of Maxis, Chris Meyer. Yeah. Did you see he won, like, some – UTV race or Toyota yeah, race? Yeah, yeah, they did something what was crazy. That? I have no idea, but I did see that. He, like, won this big major pro race. Really? On four wheels. It was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just seen the mock-up of my graphics uh, that you sent me over. Mm-hmm. Um, they look great. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to have – I got Henson doing my – getting clutches, dude. I'm going to have to get a lot of clutches. I think, you know, oh, just with myself. I'll call you know? Ron. Yeah. And enjoying the ride again, yes, of course. Of course, I'm going to be enjoying you know the, the ride. The, the, the clutch is going to be an 11th hour thing because the clutch is different in the 23 Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have to savor it. I might have to just do no clutch motos throughout December. Yeah, we'll get you uh, uh, one of those auto clutches and take your lever off. Mm, there we go, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll still be enjoying the ride with O'Neal, RDX 2.2 boots, <laughs> you know, and uh, HJC, H- helmet. HJC helmet. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk to you. Maybe we could hit up uh, AP Designs and do, a, like, a Swap Moto Live helmet, mm-hmm. like a helmet job or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, any of you guys listening that, uh, you know, want to want to be a part of it, I mean, shoot, I'm going to Slide be, into A-Ray's DMs. Yeah, slide into my DMs. You know, let me know if you want to be a part of the program next year. Um uh, Buy some Swap Moto Live merch so we can support it. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swap Moto Live merch. How, how no, did that go? There's no, no video for today's podcast, but uh, yeah, we did drop some merch last, what was it, like Wednesday or, or so? I've had a lot of people DM, even clients of ours, like, bro, got to have this. And yeah. Like, no, that's good. Yeah, there's this one guy that's always DMing me like, hey, you got a discount code for this? Code for that? <laughs> and I've, I've, I give him discount codes when I have it, and he's like, dude, that sweatshirt's sick. And I go, I don't have a fucking discount code. <laughs> Support the team. He goes, okay. okay. So he hit me up this morning. He's all, uh, have a discount for code for this? And I'm all, dude, buy a hoodie first. <laughs> I did. And he sent me a picture of his receipt. Oh, I'm like, oh, it. okay. So I hooked him up. Heck yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I'm on a live merch on the merch tab on our website. Hoodies, new t-shirts. Got a, got a life on two wheels t-shirt coming oh. soon. The front's going to say, do not resuscitate. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> DNR. How are the bike? How are your How is that? How are you getting to the races? Uh, so, yeah. Um, as of right now on the West Coast, I'll probably just be heading there in the Custom Uffits van. Ooh. Custom Uffits Dodge van. Um, and then East Coast, I don't know yet. Um, maybe I'll, I'll just try to find a bike hall. Maybe like a team. That maybe they have a little bit of extra room. Maybe just put a tote, a toolbox in there for the east coast mm-hmm. uh, so what's that, a, the one privateer team that takes their one uh tbj yeah yeah maybe do that or or you know find someone to haul the bike uh just have to sort of figure it out uh but if not shit fuck it go on the road you know 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, everything's going good. Uh, I I do I I don't want to go on the road because that kind of hinders my riding during right. the week and in my training. You know, with the troll training that I've been doing here lately, it's it's been going good. So I want to I want to have a pretty good program this year, and I really want to do good. So yeah, I'm excited. Swap mode a lot. Troll training. Mm-hmm. I need to get you back on the John Wesling freaking just you know nah. program. I'm over the cross country. Oh, now. come on now. Belong in the air. <laughs> you need to keep your wheels on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Anton, did you like that? I did. Mm. Anton, don't don't support this at all. Oh, no. I mean, trust me. Uh, I've watched so many times, uh, like, eyes through my fingers as he's jumped shit in front of me. It's, it's terrifying. But, you know, he doesn't want to ride cross country. He's not going <laughs> to. You know my GoPro? When I was there, I told Todd Chocolate who was with me. I was like, hey, if, if something happens, I may Oh, shit. so you were with somebody. Yeah, Todd Chocolate. Okay, I didn't know if you just like set the GoPro on a rock and no, like, no, yeah, no, I'm going to no. be here. I said, here. if I eat shit and get fucked up, make sure Chase gets my camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I pushed up and I'm sitting there in this like little thing of trees and I'm all, well, it's been a beautiful life. Jeez. I love my family and my friends. <laughs> Even Saturday night, Rhino Persley's like, dude, he calls me. He's like, what the hell is Don doing? And I'm like, dude, don't even get me started with this. And he's like, are you guys still? I go, I don't know. I got to check with him later to see if he's alive still, if we're even going to Paris on Sunday or if he weeded himself today, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, the phone call I got before, and he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And he's like, it's about this big. Huffman said you got to give it everything you got, even like pedal past the assistance on the e-bike. And I'm just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, Damon Huffman yeah. goes and hucks that. No, he didn't huck it. Todd Todd's hucked it. Damon oh. didn't do it. Oh. Yeah, he said he was uh he was looking down at his polar watch. Shout out Wayne. And uh before <laughs> the run 155. 155 heart rate just sitting there, just waiting, like just the adrenaline rolling. Thinking about it. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. But I had a big fat hamburger after it was great. I know. Anyhow, um what else? What else is on docket? There's Paris, and then we have our 450 shootout the Monday after that, and then Day in the Dirt. We have Cahia Creek this Saturday. Oh yeah, Swap Motor Race Series. Amzo, two days, two kids. days of it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, did you know that uh, Kern Kern Valley Raceway is two days as well? The KRCP one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, is that the next race after this weekend? Yeah. So it's like a month. It's something away. like. Uh, I think all vets are Sunday, Ooh. but then the kids are Saturday or something, and then they're having a separate, like, just for fun race Saturday night on the arena cross track. Oh. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll drive up Saturday and do that night race and then race well, Okay, Sunday. that changes things, because I was thinking, I was thinking about going, like, camping there, taking the trailer and stay there and race it. Yeah, you should. But now I can just go Saturday morning and get yeah. up there and not have to drive, like, Friday in traffic or something. Although Ryder Francesco said that they changed the bi- the track a little mm. since the last time we were there. So. I haven't been there yet. Oh, yeah. Dude, time. it's so fun. Is it? It was a good track. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so racing. Anton, you'll be in uh, you'll be in Europe past the Supercross because you're going to go head over to the guys at MIPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I leave uh, I leave for that on Monday. So are you guys, you said shootout's coming up. Is that this coming Monday the or the 21st. Monday Okay, Monday after. Okay. Yeah, after. Yeah, so we'll be around Monday. Uh, when are you traveling back? Monday. On Thursday. 
Okay, he's Thursday or Monday, so we'll get Anton on the phone. Probably do a Tuesday podcast next week. Okay. No, no, we can do it Monday night. Well, no, Air Ray's traveling Monday. What time do you get back, Air Ray? Like 2 p.m. Oh, we do Monday night. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, either way. Well, guys, again, to win a set of uh, Pro Taper ACF handlebars, comment on SwapMotorLive.com on the Kickstart podcast post, and uh, we'll choose a winner. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.